Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Our morning show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. So glad you could join us on this Friday morning. We've got a jam-packed show. Thank you for joining us. Let's get cranked up. And we're so glad you could join us on this Friday morning. It is going to be a big, big show. We've got a lot to cover. Calling it the Friday Jam Session on the Rush Hour Morning Show this morning. Um, We've got some scores to cover, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. But then we're going to dive into everything that we've got going on today. A ton of conversations that we're going to get started with here in literal minutes here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So real quick, usually I do the morning capsule. We're going to do the morning capsule. It's going to be quite abbreviated, but there it is. Um, And and once we get done with that, we'll start having all of our folks on. It's going to be a great show. So last night, Charlotte Hornets won their fourth straight. Three prior to the All-Star break, they win last night, 115-107 over the Utah Jazz. A big win for the Charlotte Hornets as they have actually improved after the trade deadline and has actually given some folks some things to talk about as it relates to the newfound success of the organization and the team. Now, is it a one-off? Probably. May very well be that way. But this is a circumstance for the Charlotte Hornets to where if you're a Charlotte Hornets fan in any way, shape, or form, you've now at least got something to celebrate. So... There you go. They win 115-107 against the Utah Jazz. They'll take on the Golden State Warriors this evening. Hockey action last night. Carolina Hurricanes, they pitch a shutout against the Florida Panthers, winning that game last night 1-0. Didn't have a lot of offense, didn't need a lot of offense. They were watertight on the defensive end as they get the 1-0 shutout against the Florida Panthers as they continue to steadily make their move to the top of the Metro Division and subsequently to the top of the Eastern Conference as the Stanley Cup playoffs should promise to be something of interest for the Carolina Hurricanes. College basketball scores from last night. The Radford Highlanders in the ESPN wildcard game, the ESPNU wildcard game, takes down Gardner-Webb inside Paul Porter Arena. 
Radford wins 90-74 last night over the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. Other local scores of note, UNCW beats William & Mary up in Virginia last night, 81-65. Hampton gets past Campbell, 72-68. Northeastern beats Elon, 61-58 last night. Cleveland State falls to Northern Kentucky. We bring that score up not because it's local, but because one of the key pieces of the Northern Kentucky Norse, Randall Pettis, he is on this team back-to-back -back freshman of the week for the NKU Norse as they get the win last night against Cleveland State. Appalachian State beats ODU last night, 82-67. Stetson falls to Queens. Queens gets a big road win, winning 83-75 against the Hatters. As Eastern Kentucky beats Northern Alabama 75 to 72. All of that happening last night. Top 25 scores from last night. Purdue rolls on Rutgers 96 to 68. Arizona falls to Washington State. This is a big win for the Cougars as they get the win 77 to 74 last night against the Arizona Wildcats. Arizona ranked fourth in the country. Washington State ranked 21st. So we're going to get into some of the middle school scores here in just a little bit because we've got middle school basketball to talk about, and it brings to mind part of what it is that we're going to have going on the show this morning. At 7.20, Andrew Fan, head basketball coach of the Boys of Kings Mountain, He's going to be on talking about the Big South Conference Championship game tonight at Kings Mountain as they'll be taking on the Hunter Huss Huskies. At 740, Brandon Messick will be on of Stanley Middle School. They got a big win last night against the Belmont Wildcats. We'll talk to him about that win last night. We'll also talk about the playoff spot that they've clinched because their 7-3 and three record now puts them in the playoffs. They're going to be there whether they're going to be a three-seed, four-seed, even possibly, not mathematically out of the question, that they could be a two-seed, they will be in the playoffs. And then, of course, at the top of the hour, got a great second hour that we'll lean into a little more during the course of this Rush Hour morning show on this Friday morning. We come back, because we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We come back on the other side of the timeout We'll get the day started. Should be an action-packed show as we'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. 
Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Long invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. So we've got it squared away here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Let's go ahead and welcome in Corky Franks, as is customary. Well, look, here's the deal, right? So yesterday you accused the Russians of trying to take over the the, the cell service. Right now the they're nation. trying to take over the Rush Hour Morning Show. Well, they ain't taking over the Rush Hour Morning Show. I, well, they can, but they're not taking over the 720 spot. That ain't happening. But today, one time only, we're going to allow somebody to come in, right? Called that one. Yeah. T- today we're going to, you know, I graciously allowed coach fan to come on and join the show right what you call what you got going on over there conspiracy uh, theories no we just i thought that was at nine o'clock when no, that other when that clown comes on you mean glenn beck whatever his name is yeah glenn beck's gonna be on at nine o'clock i tell yeah. you what he's not on the rush hour morning show correct we ain't he's, having it he's not and no. he's especially not going to be on the 720 segment which we already knew was going to be a foregone conclusion right so, right uh, right yeah. right okay so but, with all of that yeah Okay, I just want to make sure I've got line five ready, oh, ready to go. Well, I don't know what I got going on. <laughs> I'm still trying to work on technology. 
We got, we got a, a technology disaster here in the studio. Let's be honest. That's not so bad. You don't think so? No, we're, we're going to get through it just fine. You think so? I think so. We're going to find out here in, in about five seconds. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and pull this down. Yeah, let's, let's see what happens here. Okay. Did I say five seconds? Three, Four. two. What about that? You know who that is, don't you? Live in the studio. You know who that is, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, please welcome, by way of York, South Carolina, currently Belmont Middle School Athletic Director. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Coach G! What's up, guys? Sing that thing, G! And the girls are pretty. It didn't take me long to learn that I was born to boogie. <laughs> hey, look, I can't even hear you in my headset, but I can feel the vibe, baby. Feeling the energy this morning. We were passing around headsets today trying to make this work, and we still still making hey, it work. Brian, you want one of these? No. No. Seven up. You want one? <laughs> no. No, I'm going <laughs> to. Come on, I'm, let's be out. Let's be out. I'm going to I'm going to pass on the let's, Red Bull 7 up combination you got going just, on let's over be there. Honest. Diet Red Bull 8 ounce. Brian, does Corky really need a Give Red Bull wing. at all? Give you wing. If if anybody doesn't need a Red Bulls, I think Corky yeah, I, but anyway, yeah, it's, hey, it it's works for you. It's completely unnecessary, but yeah. if it gets him to 10 o'clock, yeah, that's yeah. great. It works for you. The um, 10. <laughs> When we start going to ten, I'm just trying to get to nine. No, 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 no. You're you're good until nine. It's just what you what happens between nine and ten with you. I have no idea. I know what's been happening. I've been sticking around loading these podcasts up, haven't I? Yes. Huh? Yes. What about that? I sat home the other night. Got home. Wife wasn't home. She was dealing with you know had the with her kid, and it was just me. And I I sat in the old man cave garage and listened to two straight hours of podcasts of the rush hour morning show. And the one thing was I wasn't even on it. I usually like listen to the ones I'm on, but I listened to the, that, uh, at Troy Phillips the other day was he's, I love listening to him, man. That guy's got some energy. Y'all need to get him on the, uh, in studio. Uh, yes. He's got great energy, yes. man. He's a great interview. Me rush. Yes. Need a little help right here, please. No, no, we're good. Oh, oh you got it. Wait a minute. Do we? No, I don't have it. I just okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that right now. Okay. Wait, as in, wait a minute, hold it. Okay, I just got a text message. Yeah. From Coach Fan. Yeah. Coach Are, gonna call. He's calling the hotline. He, I, do we need to call him? He can call the hotline. I don't have his number. I don't save anybody's number. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that you're right attractive, now for you. You know, let's just be honest. I mean, gee, you know, if you're highly attractive. I'll save you a number. But I ain't saving no coach's number. That ain't happening. Unless you're going to come cut my grass or something. Buy me some groceries. <laughs> Take me out to eat. Then I consider saving your number. You got it right here? Yeah, it's right there. All right. Do, do we need to bring coach on now? Um, we, we certainly can. All right, hold on. Let's, let, me, let me work on this. Okay. Gee, what happened to y'all's boys last night? Good grief. Um, Stanley, take him to the woodshed. Stan, listen, and all, then went to the woodshed. I went to the woodshed for the first time ever. You said with them eighty-year-olds. I love it. I do it every night. <laughs> I, I, that's my, those are my people. I love it. And then the waitress is like, "Hey, are you the are you the coach? Are you one of the coaches?" I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm the girls' coach." Of course, you know, I got all my Belmont gear on and everything. She's like, "Yep." Yeah, uh, Braden Walden and his grandma were—they're supposed to come in here after the game. And I said, you, "You got Coach pulled up over there? 
I'm, I'm listening. Keep going. And I said, well, the boys lost, so they might not be celebrating at the woodshed tonight. So I wouldn't be wouldn't be looking for them tonight. So I don't think they showed up. But well, I, I know this guy right here who's joining us. He's he's wanting to celebrate yeah. later tonight. Now, he probably won't go to the woodshed because it's way out of the way. <laughs> But, you know, he's hoping he takes Hunter Huss to the woodshed tonight. Well, yeah. but with, he better hope they don't take him to the woodshed tonight. But with some revitalization going on in the middle of Kings Mountain, I'm sure there's plenty. Uh, I think it's like, what, 238 Cherokee or something? I think that can absolutely be a place that they can go. Let's welcome on the head coach of the Kings Mountain High School Mountaineers, one Andrew Fan. Coach, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? Coach, are you there? Coach was there. Hold on a second. Let's see if we can get him back. Okay. You know, I thought all the rain had happened overnight, and it was clearing up, and it had. I got up really, really early this morning. You got Coach now? Can you hear me? Yes. Coach Van, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Hello? Show. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. It, it is fantastic having you back. Um the Kings Mountain Mountaineers are back in the conference championship as they'll be taking on the Hunter Haas Huskies. But, Coach, you got a bit of a gift last uh, on the other night as you were able to not only get into the conference championship, but now you're able to host the conference championship as Hunter Haas took down the Crest Chargers. Um it's one thing to play in the conference championship. How does it feel, Coach, to be all of a sudden putting together the conference championship? Um, it's it's a great opportunity. I'm really excited for it, and our guys are really excited to be playing at home because, you know, it just there's so many benefits to just playing at home in a regular season game, but especially a conference tournament or playoff environment. So we're really looking forward to it, expecting a sellout crowd, uh, It'll be a really good girls game before us, Stuart Kramer and Crest. So uh, yes, it will. should be a great night of good night of uh, basketball. Well, you know, here's here's the one thing that, and, and all of this is true. Um, obviously, you take a look at what Hunter Huss has done. They've made some, they've made some great moves. Some built some tremendous momentum going into this conference championship game. All of that is true. However. When you take a look at what has transpired with your club, look, the entire Big South Conference knows it. You have got a high-level team that is playing what seems to be at all cylinders. The reality is, as I looked the other night, you guys had um, three players with 73 points. You had Bradley Floyd, Tucker Robinette, and then you had um, Kedon Lenny scoring 73 of the 78 points that you scored. Obviously, yeah. you got plenty of offensive weapons. How are things going in your mind as far as this club's uh, recent play? Uh, yeah, we've been on a roll, but we've been taking it a game at a time. And the, the great thing about this team, and they're such a joy to coach, and it's been just a great year to be around these guys and to see them grow um, within the season. But – the, the great thing is, you know, I was talking with my coaching staff the other night. You know, we could have nights where some of our players don't get their averages, but other players, you know, play well and we're able to win games. And it just is a testament to how, uh, you know, 
much these guys play together and, you know, put egos aside and, you know, we'll have situations where somebody might not, you know, have the best night, but someone else will have a great night and pick up the the slack. And that's that's a really great situation. And we've seen that recently on offense and defensive end of the court. Coach Andrew Fan here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Coach, you're around these guys every single day. So outsiders may see during the course of a basketball season significant growth from a team. But you get to see maybe the large amount of growth come in very small doses every mm -hmm. single day. If you will, kind of to kind of share with us exactly what that growth has looked like from the from the from the unit totally. I mean, I'm sure that some players have progressed and developed at a faster rate than others. But to be quite honest with you, I mean, the chain is only as strong as the weakest link. This club has obviously not got too many weak links to it. Kind of give us an idea of just how fast this club has, in fact, grown up, because this is still a very young team. Yeah, tonight uh, on that court, there's going to be a lot of young talent, like we've talked about before. Um, Coach Phillips mentioned that yesterday. and He's done a great job uh, with the Huskies to get them. They play harder than about anybody uh, in the state. Uh, yes, so sir. it'll be a dogfight tonight. But, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of guys – it's not. It's one of those things that builds up over time where it just clicks and they finally get it. Once that happens and you see it and then they reap, you know, the benefits um, of that hard work that they've put in and practice every day competing against each other because, you know, expectations are the same for everyone top to bottom. And when we get into practice and you're going against, you know, some of our uh, starters, it makes the – other guys better and when the other guys are playing them real hard it makes the the main rotation guys better and it's just been really fun to see that and uh not only just from a basketball standpoint but from just a growth as these men or young men uh grow up into men to see them you know change and grow i've only been there two years but you know it's been it's been really fun to see a lot of these guys you know improve and uh, more ways than one just outside of basketball Andrew Fan here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Coach, you know, any four of the teams that were at the top in this Big South Conference, I mentioned it yesterday, you could have very easily have seen Ashbrook and Crest playing in the Big South Conference Championship, and it would have made for a really good conference championship game. It really kind of tells you just how deep this league is. From your perspective – I know that you're taking everything one game at a time, and really there's nothing else to do right now. You don't even know who you're going to be playing next week. So this really is all you have right now in the moment. But how much of a crucible was this Big South Conference schedule for you this year in making this team battle-tested for the playoffs? Um, I mean, we've had multiple, you know, first, second, maybe even third round uh, environments that we've played in uh, just from a crowd standpoint. And then competition-wise, we've played teams that I know uh, in conference play are, you know, just as good, better than a lot of uh, playoff opponents that most teams run into. So it's really geared us up. And we took on a hard schedule this year. And, um, 
we, you know, had a, a strong field in our Christmas tournament and were able to fortunate enough to win that. And our non-conference schedule, you know, we played the likes of like Weddington um, and other teams like that that we know are going to make us better. Uh, and that's the best thing that has really happened is because of those tough games, non-conference, and then every night in this conference, it's made us better to where I feel really good about um, where we're at heading into tonight and the playoffs next week. Coach, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, let, me, let me ask you this question. The reality is, is that this team um, is, is really finding its way, it sure seems. I mean, this is a club that's playing an incredibly high level of basketball right now. From your standpoint, of course, you don't know the opponents coming up for the, um, you know, for the tournament or anything of that nature. But what are, what are going to be some of the focal points that you're going to be leaning on with this club? When your club is taking care of the things that they can take care of, what are those things going to look like? Um, we got to, you know, buy the basketball and uh, limit turnovers. I think that's so important in any level of basketball, but especially high school basketball. If you can limit your turnovers, that really can separate you and not hurt yourself. Always put yourself in a good situation. But – uh, you know, we just got to push the ball. We like to play extremely fast. Um, we got to continue to do that, and that's why we've been able to score a lot of points uh, in the past couple weeks. And uh, always, you know, on defense, working together as one unit, but, you know, just winning your matchup and doing your job uh, each possession. You do those things, and I always love taking charges and, you know, coach that. You do a couple of those things, and uh, we're, we're pretty tough to stop. Coach, uh, Andrew Fan here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me ask you this question as it relates to the logistics of, of Kings Mountain High School and everything tonight. You know, typically, you're going to have a scenario to where two schools are going to be engaged in one another in a high school basketball doubleheader. So a lot of the folks are going to know each other, yeah. and they're going to, you know, all go in unison. Uh, that's the beauty of playing a doubleheader against the same school. Tonight, it's going to be a very different dynamic. You're going to have four separate fan bases that are going to be coming to this game. So from a logistic standpoint, um, you know, what's parking going to look like? How, how do people make sure that they're able to get to Kings Mountain High School and take care of, of getting into the gymnasium, watching the game, and making sure that, you know, they're going to be able to park in a good spot. I mean, is, is everything like that squared away for tonight? Uh, yeah, our athletic director, uh, uh, Matt Bridges, does a great job of getting everything set up and ready to roll with us, and he's one of the best in the business with that. And so we're good to go on that, but I would make sure you get there early, as early as possible. The gates will open at 5, um, you know, it could be a situation where by the time our game rolls around, there's no more, you know, room. But like I told you yesterday, well, I'll have a, I'll have a seat with you with your name on it, so we can make room for you. Well, I'm I'm absolutely going to be there as soon as I'm done with my duties down in Spartanburg with ESPN Plus. I'm going to be making the trek up 85 North as quickly as I possibly can to be there and watch as much of the action as I can tonight in Kings Mountain High School. So coach, I'm going to ask you a question. This is this is the one this is the last question that I have for you in this segment. 12 seconds on the clock, okay? And I'll even ask question the 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 back side of this question in a moment. 
12 seconds left to go. It's a one-point ball game. Are you the kind of coach that would rather have the ball down a point, or would you rather be on defense up a point with 12 seconds remaining in the game and the conference championship on the line? What would you prefer to do? Well, that's a good question. Uh, hopefully it doesn't come down to that situation. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I feel I feel really good about, you know, us getting at that final stop on defense. We've had a couple of close games this year when we needed that stop to end the game, um, and we were able to do that. And, you know, I have confidence in my guys that they'll lock in for that last possession uh, and get a stop. Uh, when we're up, but, you know, not to talk out both sides of the mouth, but I also feel really good if we, we need a bucket and we're down one, we got people that can go make things happen. And uh, I've been on both sides of that, but, you know, I, I'd go with, we need that stop, bring it on. Okay. Well, and, and, I'm, and I wasn't even going to ask about who gets the ball in the final shot. I wasn't going to do that because yeah. you've got plenty of options there. The reality is, you know, one of the things that, that in that game to where Kidon Lenny, Tucker Robinette, Bradley Floyd, all three of them scored 73 of the 78 points. You know, Caleb Nixon didn't get an opportunity to really put up a lot of scoring in that contest. The reality yeah. is, is that on a given night, Caleb Nixon could go for 25 and someone else would have to defer. That's the dynamic that this Kings Mountain basketball team runs with every single night. So uh, it's going to be a really exciting environment tonight. It's going to be a fantastic pair of basketball games. Coach Andrew Fan, thank you for spending a little time with us on this Friday morning ahead of the conference championship game. We'll certainly be getting in touch with you next week because we definitely want to talk playoffs as this Kings Mountain Club seems primed to make a protracted run into the state playoffs. So, Coach, best of luck tonight. We'll see you in a matter of hours at the Kings Mountain High School Gymnasium. Sounds good. I appreciate you. Have a good day, uh, and uh, go Mountaineers. Thank you, sir. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the timeout, we'll bring on Brandon Messick to continue on this Friday morning jam session on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. 
Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. And we're back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Jeez Louise. We did it. We did it, baby. Oh, hold on. Well, oh. now we did it. We did it. You got too many buttons to push over there. Finally. I think, I think we're back back. Okay, hold, hold on a okay. second. We are back back. So you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? So Corky, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. So I'd rather if, I'd rather look at you. Of what, course. Yeah, yeah of course. Okay. Be honest with you. So I got a question. All right. Okay. What'd you guys do to this thing before I got started this nothing. morning? Nothing, dude. Nothing. To, I all mean, the, to all the listeners, we've had some we're gonna blame it on the weather. We're going to blame it on the weather because all week it's been clear. You guys have been on there. I've listened to it. It's been great. And all of a sudden the rain hits and everything goes haywire. So we're just going to blame it on the weather. Thank you for joining blame, us. Blame it on the rain. Blame it on the blame rain. Blame it on the rain. Slowly falling. Blame it on the stars that shine at night. Turn me up over there, Brian. <laughs> Line five, baby. What are you talking about? Line five. I got, I got, hey, coach. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah. Talk about the stars coming out. So, huh? so hang on a sec. Yeah. 
How did you get his number? You I, said magic, baby, magic. Just pulled it off. Executive producer. Good, what good do you think grief. about that, Coach? Good grief. Okay. Hey, I, and I, I'm on cloud nine this morning, guys. <laughs> we can we can we can talk about whatever you want to. Okay. All right. <laughs> you didn't stay at the woodshed too long last night with Coach G, did you? <laughs> No, we did sit at Pop's uh, Country Skillet for a little while, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Ho- hold on. So, all right. So, the person on cloud nine right here is Brandon Messick, okay? Head boys coach at Stanley Middle School. So, Coach Messick, let me ask you this. What what restaurant did you just say? Pop's Country Skillet. Okay. Right you got, downtown Stanley. You, you got to tell me about this place. What, what's it about? That sounds like grease and grease and fat back or something. I that, like that. That's that's there why I'm, that's why I'm asking. Please tell me about good home, good good home country cooking. Okay. Make sure next time you're at Stanley, you swing by there. Okay. Well, now I gotta now what? I gotta find an excuse to get back to Stanley. Did yep. you say Pops Country Kitchen? You say it one more time. They're gonna have to write us a check. Be easy yeah, now. I think it's, it might be it might be Pops Country Skillet, but yeah, we'll, Pops we'll Country see. Skillet. Oh, I can say Skillet. That that's fine too. Okay, so I got to check out Pop's Country Skillet. So in, instead of taking a left to head back to Belmont when I'm at 85, I'm just going to have to hang a right and try to get to Pop's Country Skillet. Okay. There you go. So they're going to they're gonna get a free plug because I got to ask, what time did they shut down last night? Oh, man, I'm not sure. I, I know uh, I know it was going on, gosh, 8, 839, and, and okay. they were still packed with Stanley, with Stanley people. Okay. Look, hey, Brian, Brian, check this out. Guess what they had yesterday on the lunch menu? Oh, don't tell me. Homemade chicken pot pie. What? Served with two sides and Ooh. a drink. And they had homemade spaghetti, Coach. They still had spaghetti when you guys showed up. Side, of, uh, side oh. salad, garlic bread. What? Yeah, Brian, that's right down your alley, baby. Oh, my goodness. Okay. The All day right. before, they had barbecue sliders. What? Yeah, man. Okay. You guys let me know when you head it back out that way. We'll meet up over there. Okay. All right. That that sounds like that sounds like something that we can work with. That's great. So, all right, Coach, let's get to business. Um, your club needed a win to guarantee a playoff spot. Now, that's one thing. Doing it against a Belmont club coming into your gym, a completely different thing. Coach, your club played with a lot of grit. I mean, this was a gritty, gutty effort. I know you said you were on cloud nine. Kind of give me a little more description as to what it is that you got out of your team last night and what it meant to that team last night in beating Belmont. I, I think just what you said. I mean, toughness and grit, that's that's who we are and what we do. Uh, defense, talked about it with you, with you guys a, a week or two ago when I was on. Um, we're, we're defensive minded. That's, that's where we put a lot of our concentration on and, uh, man, it really showed up last night. We, uh, had a game plan going in and, uh, we just executed it defensively. Our, our big guys, Jacole Bates, Cam Stillwell, uh, inside, um, Walden kid is, is just as advertised, man. He's, he's hard to stop. Uh, but I think we did a great job of containing him and uh, trying to trying to make someone else beat us, and um, just really proud of the guys, man. They just they just played their hearts out. Coach, I'm I'm going to say this because I've had a chance to watch you now. So if if there's any flowers to be handed out, I can do that right now because I've seen you. In watching what I've watched of all the middle school basketball that I've seen this year, and I've seen quite a bit of it from a number of different teams. In my mind, there is no question that Stanley 
is if you break it down to three teams that are absolutely at the top of Gaston County basketball, Stanley is without question in that group of three. There's no doubt about it in my mind. I, I, I saw a level of determination, a level of focus. Um, it's, it's a different kind of basketball. It's, it's, not the kind of, it's not the same kind of basketball that Greer's going to play, and it's really not even something that Belmont really wants to play either. If I had to describe it to folks that follow college basketball, I, don't, I know that you don't necessarily apply to the same defensive tenets that this program does. You guys reminded me on the floor a lot of Virginia. Um, you're, you're seldom going to outrace anybody. You don't even necessarily want to get into a track meet with somebody. And you guys have a toughness. You guys have a discipline. You have a patience that you guys were able to get into your offense and you were never sped up by Belmont last night. That's one of the things that I see so many teams get forced into is that they get forced into speeding themselves up even when they're not comfortable playing at that pace. You guys were very deliberate last night, and it certainly made all the difference in the world. Yeah, this is something we uh, we definitely talked about this week in practice. Um, you know, we – we knew uh, we know what you know the press that they run and, and how effective it is and and they got us a couple times on it but uh, you know we we talked about you know playing you know play, play honestly playing mad um, you know I, I heard uh, a couple days ago Corky you mentioned that uh, nobody in Belmont was concerned about Stanley basketball and hey and, was know, a, we hey, the heart coach was a line uh, no no it, I, it is I, what I, it I, is no no not at all man. Hey, I, I, I appreciate you saying it. I, listen, I, Coach. Boys I, and, and gave us a little extra focus. So. Coach, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I call it like I see it. Now, everybody else might not agree with it, but and, I, and that didn't mean anything disparaging against you or the fan base. They're just confident in their kids, you know. But at the end of the day. No, hey, it didn't, didn't, yeah. Didn't take it that way at all, man. We, uh, you know, it, it was, it was uh, you know, it was it, to, see the, to see the boys' faces when, when they heard that. It, it just – but we were focused anyway going in. I mean, we we knew we knew the task at hand, man. Co- we, Coach, had to, let me, we had to win this game. Coach, let me let me ask you a question, okay? Did that not make you guys work harder at practice? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, for did, sure. did it not? Yeah, make- well, like I said, I mean, we, we I, I look. I, I think we were we were we were focused. We were ready. We knew okay. we had to win to get at the playoffs because we we knew the tiebreaker scenario was not something we wanted to get involved in, and then. Uh, you know, when they when they heard that last night, it, it just gave them a little extra little extra motivation, and and they you know they played mad, and okay, uh, let, let that's me, how we want to play. Okay, let me let me ask you this, coach. I mean, if I got if I'm going to pick on one side, I got to pick on the other side. Are you guys satisfied with just winning last night? Was that your county championship oh, last night? I mean, can you beat these guys no, again? Let's be honest. No, sir. No, so we look. We feel like we feel like that if we are focused. Coach, you there? Coach, you there? Sounds like he might have kicked off Bluetooth or something. Let's, we're trying to. Hey, sorry guys, I lost you there. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, my apologies, but but yeah, we knew we knew we were uh, we we knew what the task at hand was, and, and we're we're not satisfied, guys. We're uh, we we see that we can play with anybody, we can beat anybody, and uh, we're. You know, we're, we're excited for, for what the next step is, and, and we don't know quite who we're going to play yet, but 
we're uh, we'll, we'll we'll get ready and practice next week and, and be ready to roll next Thursday. Hey, I want to tell you this, Coach. All joking aside, you know, I talked to Brian last night after the game. He said he had never seen a, a team so determined and, and play so greedy as your guys did. So, hey, we're proud of those guys, man. It's good competition for everybody. He said you guys got after it last night. Well, I appreciate it, Brian. And, and I mean, that's that's, a, that's the name of our game. You know, I mentioned it last week when I was on the air, and we uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna have a, a battle when you come in to play us. You know, I I, I think that uh, you're gonna feel it. So that's uh, you know, that's how we want to play, and and we executed last night. And look, man, I, Belmont is a heck of a team. Um, they're they're gonna go really far, and and coach does a great job and. You know, I want to make sure I give all the respect to them in the world as well. Uh, but our guys play gritty. So, Coach, this is this is basically what it all boils down to. Um, everybody in the county is effectively going to have their eye on Monday between Southwest and York Chester because that's where everything could really, really kind of, you know, drop in, into the cauldron. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that you're in a situation to where, depending upon what transpires, I've, I've, got, I've got everything jotted down now. If York Chester beats Southwest on Monday, they're going in with a 7-3 and three record to the playoffs. And that's the one team that you don't have a tiebreaker on. So they would become the three. You would go to the four. So if Southwest wins... There's going to be a mad scramble at six and four, and you're going to have the tiebreaker advantage over a number of those teams, which means at that point, you're the three no matter what. However, however, there is a however. If for some reason Belmont does not beat Mount Holly on Monday in that contest, you would advance to the two, and you would have a home game on Thursday. So there's a lot still at play as it relates to you guys. The one thing that is the most important from last night is that you guys are now in to the playoffs in Gaston County. Coach, I, I do want, I, now that I've kind of laid that out for, for yourself and for the fans and all that kind of stuff, I do want to ask you this about Jacole Bates. Um, he fouled out late in the contest. And to be quite honest with you, um, given the task that he was handed last night, it would have been very difficult not to be disqualified by fouls. But with that said, I thought that he held his own phenomenally well on the boards with the likes of Braden Walden, Wilson London, Chris Conley, all those guys. Describe for me in particular what Jacole Bates was able to bring to the floor last night for the Blue Devils. Just, uh, you know, his athleticism and length uh, defensively has been huge for us the entire year. Um, and and I think, you know, it definitely showed last night. Uh, you know, I'll say this about about Jacole. He didn't make the team last year. Um, and, you know, every, everybody I talked to says that he grew almost a foot uh, in the last year. So, um, you know, he, he, uh, he's just an athletic kid. He played wide receiver on the football team. Um, and his, his speed, I don't know if you got to see it a lot last night, Brian, but he, you know, he's as fast as just about anybody on our team once he gets going. Um, they argue uh, all the time, him and, and Johnny Thompson. And, uh, 
maybe one or two others uh, getting a 40 yard dash going and seeing who really is the fastest. But um, man, he's, it's just his length, athleticism, his toughness. Um, you know, I know he fouled out last night, but he's learned over this season how to defend without fouling. Um, and uh, man, I'm just super proud of him and his development this year. Well, there's, there's certainly much to be proud of as it relates to this group. So coach, here's, Here's one of the things that, that really comes to mind. Um, obviously, if you get a second chance at Belmont, or I should say, if Belmont gets a second chance at you, having Ooh, won. The re- you're taking my role now, Brian. Well, no, that's, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a provocateur here. It's just the reality <laughs> is. is, is there, it's the truth. But there's, there's a, a certain bit of this. I mean, there is still, let's be honest. I mean, if, if Belmont beats Mount Holly on Monday, which anybody that follows middle school basketball is going to say Belmont's a prohibitive favorite to win that game. That game would then move. You guys would be the three seed, most likely. You'd be taking on a Belmont squad in Belmont next Thursday. What is it that you would be thinking would be different or could be different dynamics going into next Thursday's matchup that may or may not have been in play last night? Well, I think just sort of the opposite roles. I mean, we, you know, we played upset and mad last night and they're, they're going to go into that game upset, mad and looking for, uh, looking for revenge. And, and, uh, so that's something that we'll have to, we'll have to, uh, deal with and, and adjust on. And, um, you know, it, look, I, I'm, I'm so happy to, for our guys to be in this position, um, you know, seven and three, with a group that doesn't have really any primary basketball players. I mean, we're, we're, we're excited where we are. We're not done yet. And we'll see, uh, you know, we'll see how things shake out Monday and then we'll be able to get prepared and start uh, working towards either Greer or Belmont uh, on Thursday. All right, coach, I have an idea. You let those kids have the 40 yard dash. I think one day after the playoffs, you, myself, Brian, Coach G, why don't we have a chicken wing eating contest or something up at Pop's Country Skillet? That, that sounds like more there down my go. alley. That, that's perfect. Did someone say wings? Yeah. Food, Brian. Uh, skillet, uh, chicken wings, okay. and a contest. Yes, I'm I'm down. Yeah, if it's wings. I feel like I got I'm a pretty down. good shot there. So. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. That's... Coach going to take you down, B-Rush. Uh, hold on a second. No, no, listen, Brian. You, nobody you... said that I'm the prohibitive favorite in this. I know how you guys eat. Look at you. You're gargantuan. Are you kidding me? You're like, you're like eight feet tall, dude. That doesn't mean it's eight feet of intestine. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Cut me some slack here. <laughs> hey, Coach, we're proud of you boys. No joke, man. That's good. Man, I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, when I started, I'm on cloud nine, man. They, yeah, hard to sleep last night. Just really excited about these guys and, and where they are and, and, Man, they're just they're just a tough group of kids, and and they're not going to back down to anybody. So you know, whoever it is next Thursday, you know, I, I would expect they're you know they're in for a they're in for a tough battle, and and that's the way that we play, and you know we're perfectly fine fine with playing in the thirties, and um you know so I, I'm I, I'm really excited, uh, you know, interested to see how things shake out on Monday because there's still a lot left to determine, um and then we'll we'll get ready and and we'll uh, we'll show up and we'll play tough with. You know, whether it's in Belmont or or, uh, or Greer on uh, on Thursday. Coach, before you get out of here, there's one more thing that I need to cover with you. Uh, you understand that you've got a guy on your roster that in about 20 years' time is probably going to be the mayor of Stanley, North Carolina. You understand that, correct? <laughs> I do. 
and, and you I have know, a couple. And you know, uh, and you know who I'm talking, but, but surely you know who I'm talking about. Like, I mean, this guy, he helped roll out the red carpet as soon as I showed up inside the building yesterday. Uh, Bryson Summy has got the it factor, okay? He could have stunk up the joint yesterday, and it would have been just fine because the way that he approached me yesterday, the way after the game that he approached me, this guy, this guy's a winner. There's no question about it. This guy's going to be mayor of somewhere or going to be somewhere in politics down the line. This kid is a can't miss. So kudos to Bryson Summy. Um, you know, he could have done nothing on the floor last night. I would have been tremendously impressed with the kid. Fortunately, he's got a little game too. He does, and, and you're exactly right. He is He's a leader, um, and he's been a leader. Him and uh, Devin Phillips have been our captains all year. They're, they're our vocal leaders, our emotional leaders, our physical leaders out on the court. Um, Bryson, man, he, he's just a great kid, and, and he's a really good player. And I think, um, you know, going into last night's game, he had a stretch of, of like 20, 20, and 18 in, in the previous games. I think he – you know, had 12 or so. The, the thing last night I'm really proud of him on is, is ball handling, um, but, you know, taking care of the basketball, um, not, you know, not committing silly turnovers or, or silly passes and things like that, and, and, and really all of them together. But, man, he's, yeah, he's such a great kid. Um, well, and that's That goes for all these kids, uh, well, you know, that I have. I, you know, they're all tremendous kids. Well, and Devin Phillips, I got to be honest with you, if I had a flow like that, I would never wear a hat. There's no doubt about it. That kid, that kid's got some cabbage. There's no doubt about it. So, Brandon Messick, we definitely want to thank you for being here this morning. We will definitely catch up with you next week as it's about to be playoff time. So, congratulations on the win last night, and we'll certainly be in touch with you next week. Guys, really appreciate it. Have a good rest of your show. All right. You got it. We come back on the other side of the break. Lori Fetrick, Ice, will join us on the Rush Hour Morning Show as we get Hour 2 started. We'll be back in just a bit. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Boland of Allen Tate Realtors. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. 
Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. You're home for news, talk, and sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the NCHSAA, are the 198,000 high school sports students in North Carolina. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those streaming online at WGNCRadio.com, we welcome you into Hour 2. And Corky Franks, obviously this Hour 2, you know, we're not going to cover middle school basketball. We're not going to cover high school baseball. We're going to what was nothing short of a pop culture phenomenon. I, I'm excited to have this segment that we're going to have in the archives for future generations. Hey, look, man, here's the deal. Like, we, you know, we had uh, R-Truth on from WWE last week. You know, Coach Fern from the, the Charlotte 49ers, he just joined the show. But, you know, those guys are great. But, dude, this is a pop culture icon we're about to bring onto the show. I mean, and anybody who knows anything about the show, 
the 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 studio is a pop culture museum, right? It is. And I can't wait to bring this guest on to tell her about the new piece of merchandise we just purchased for the show. How about that? Indeed. So let's go ahead and make this happen. Let's pull up line five. Let's bring on Lori Fetrick, or as many people will remember Lori Fetrick, from the American Gladiators, welcome ICE to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Lori, welcome to the Rush Hour Morning hey, Show. How are guys, you? What's How happening? are you guys doing this morning? Good morning. Hey, hey, listen, How are you doing? Uh, doing great. Hey, listen, first of all, appreciate you uh, joining us. It's great to have you here. You know, I just mentioned our 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 studio here is a pop culture museum. I mean, we have. I mean, let's be honest. We have Walter Payton uh, helmet here, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Miss Pac Man machines, original Star Wars figure. We got everything here, right? But the newest oh. addition to the studio is an American Gladiators ice figure. What about that? <laughs> huh? I might want to. I might want to buy that from you because well, uh, you know there are. Very, very, very limited editions of that American Gladiator ice doll. Well, I'll sell I mean, it. I could barely find these online. Well, I'll sell it to you, <laughs> but you're going to pay more for it than what I did. How about that? <laughs> That's okay, because you know what I'll do? I'll turn around and sell it at one of my comic <laughs> there, there, there you go. There you go. Hey, I got to sign it. Hey, sign I'm, that sucker. Take your picture. Sign it. Yeah, you make double on it, right? Exactly. Come on. I'm a businesswoman. Yeah. I know how to there double my money here. Uh, listen, since, you're speaking of, <laughs> since we're speaking of business, I mean, you were late to the call, and that's okay. I thought you were being like, you know, the, the, like the uh, Goldman guy back in the day, trying to hold us up for more money for the merch. So what well, it hey, like. excuse me, but excuse me, but um, <laughs> what time is it over there? Okay, um, okay. Well, listen. Yeah, and I'm three hours behind you, or ahead, you're three hours ahead of me. I'm three hours. I, you know what time that makes me have to get up to do your morning show? Well, listen. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Okay, we had Clint Hurdle. I don't know if you're aware who Clint Hurdle is. Pittsburgh Pirates manager, right? Been to three World Series. Listen, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, he got up at 4 o'clock to be live. I'm just saying. Well, he's a stud. <laughs> well, a stud? So what does that make you? A stud at? Look at you. You're still jacked looking great. Ex. Yeah. What do you? So what's the proper word for that? Uh, I, that, that proper word is stud at, and yet I, I apologize for being a little late on, on this, on this radio show. It, it sounds like you guys are having a great time. I mean, I would love that you guys send me pictures of your studio. I want to see this Absol iconic museum Absolutely. that you are so talking about. As soon as we get, <laughs> as soon as we get off, we'll send it to you. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, appreciate you. Appreciate you joining us. I know you're busy. It is. Look, we're on the East coast. You're on the West Coast, so I appreciate you making that happen, and we really are excited Absolutely. to have you here. Lori, it's, it, it is. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, here. it's fantastic having you here. Lori, look, I, I'm not going to try to pretend to be the premier aficionado of the American Gladiators. He, I'm going to leave that to Corky <laughs> Franks. He did secretly watch 90210 back in the day a couple times. I'm just saying. Yeah. that. that oh, I'm sure he did. That, I'm sure he did. That kind of qualifies <laughs> me a little bit. But, Lori, I, yeah, I do, do want to ask, what was it? What was in the sauce that made American Gladiators such unbelievably big pop culture material for the late 80s and early 90s? What was in the sauce? Absolutely. I understand that question. I get it a lot. And you know what? It's the heart and soul of the Gladiators that made this happen. I know they've tried to reboot this show a couple – well, here in the States, they rebooted it uh, once. Didn't do that well because of the fact they tried to make it too um, too Hollywood. 
You know, they, they tried to tell the characters what to say, how to say it, how to perform. When we were on the show, they just threw us out there and said, you know, give it 100%, be your best, be who you are. And that's exactly what we did. We were competitive people. We were uh, the people that just, we wanted to win. And it was all about the competition. So when you take athletes that absolutely love to compete, I mean, that's what made the show and everybody, the audience, it's like crash TV at the time. Think about it. It's like, okay, so you're from, uh, you know, back there to where, what, NASCAR is like super popular. Am I correct? Yeah, you, you are. Yeah, you, you are. Absolutely. There you go. Okay. Think about that. Okay, so people just, you know, people don't go to watch the cars go around in circles and circles. We are waiting for the crash. We are waiting for this amazing, I mean, that's how I watch it anyway, <laughs> you know. It's crash TV. And so back in the 80s, that's exactly what Gladiators was. We were the the ultimate competitive crash TV. We're going to love it. It's in our DNA. And that's what made our show. But nowadays... All these regulations and health safety protocols. I'm surprised if they bring it back, they're not going to wrap everybody in bubble wrap. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, so go ahead. No, I, I was telling Brian before we came on, Lori, you know, you, you go back. If, if anybody's watched the Muscles and Mayhem, you, you know, show on Netflix or, or done any kind of research, I think you guys made like 500 bucks an episode or something like that. Okay. If you didn't show up, you didn't. Um, if you didn't show up and work, you didn't get paid. You didn't have health insurance or anything like that. One hundred percent, you're absolutely correct. So you got to tell. Does that tell you what kind of people we are? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, they're like, hey, we've got a show, and there's no health insurance, no insurance if you die, and um, by the way, if you don't perform, you don't get paid, and we're looking for you. Do you want to do it? And oh, by the way, there's going to be no royalties towards all the merchandise that we do. Would you like to do with this? You know how many people rose at Rose or Hannah went, I want to do it. I want to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but let's it's just that's who we were back then. Yeah, but let's be honest, okay, because there was there was no social media. There was no Facebook, no Instagram, None. no TikTok, no anything. None. And and Lori, you you know, when you guys and girls or girls and guys were on TV, you were famous, right? And so yes. everybody wanted to be on TV. Why would you not well, do that? Exactly. And think about it back then. I mean, you're absolutely right. There was no social media. Everybody is like, when you were on TV, you you were on TV. You were a star, no matter how small the part was. You were on TV. And it was just like this big, huge deal. And nowadays, since we have social media, and I always say this and I laugh about it, I said, we can look in J-Lo's, you know, J-Lo's closet right now and see what she's going to wear. Yeah. And so the stigma of that is gone. Right. It's like everybody is famous now. You can put yourself on TikTok and have five million followers, and all of a sudden now you're this amazing influencer and you're making bank, you know. And so, therefore, the whole stigma of being on television and the movie star—it's kind of gone. It's like no big deal. It's like people watch the Kardashians walk down the street here in LA. They're like, oh, there goes you know, there goes a Kardashian. It's not a big deal. But man, when social media wasn't around. People follow him. I mean, I'm surprised there is some paparazzi right now. It's like, what's the point? People have all their cell phones. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Lori Fetrick, Ice of American Gladiators, here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Lori, let, let me ask you this question. When did the gladiators, the group of all of you, understand we're really on to something here? We, you have the aha moment that this thing is about to get out of control. When did that occur? 
Um, that was when we came, I don't want to say when we came back from the tour. I'm going to say that was when we were on tour and we were walking out into these stadiums and we sold out Madison Square Gardens and we, you know, went to Nassau Coliseum and sold that out in Long Island and all these huge arenas, we were selling them out. And that's when we all went, looked at each other and went, holy shit, we're kind of famous here. You know, and so that's when we came back from that tour is when we went, hold on a second. You guys are making bank from this and the merchandising is just out of control and we're not getting a piece of this. There's a problem here. So that's when basically we all kind of got together and realized how much we were being screwed. <laughs> well, 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 listen, let's be honest. Brian and I talked about this last week on the show, right? Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Everybody knows who The Rock is, right? So, yeah. you know, his creation was made in WWE. So since his creation was made there, guess who wants the rights to his character? Sorry. The Absolutely. WWE does. You know, fortunately, Absolutely. fortunately for The Rock, he just got on the board of directors for the new company, TKO, TKO Sports. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And guess what they did? They gave him complete rights to his name, The Rock. But up until, up until right. last week or two weeks ago, WWE is making millions of dollars off of Dwayne Johnson, off the name that quote, oh, they created. So I kind of, I kind of. Here's, th here's your difference, though. Here's your difference. Oh. They trademarked his name. Okay. They trademarked The Rock. They didn't trademark our names. Yeah. They only trademarked American Gladiators. Gotcha. They did not trademark Ice. They did not trademark Nitro. They did not trademark Laser. And that's why, and this is the other thing I, I, I love. I love my past. I love the show. I would never in a million years trade it for anything in the world. No regrets. I love that part of my life. I mean, it was it, it made me who I am today. I mean, it really absolutely changed my life. However, there is a however here. <laughs> it's like the franchise or however they want to consider themselves a corporation, they're lazy as heck, meaning that they're recycling our names. And so it's just kind of really unfortunate. Like you go to the UK and now there's a nitro, there's a diamond, there's, there was an ice last time go around, you know, and then sometimes we brought some of their names from the UK over here. And that was the last reboot they did. They had Wolf, um, they, Venom, they had different names. And it's like, come on, people, can you not be so lazy and recycle these names? But see, what they're trying to do is they're like, the show is the star. Yeah. The gladiators are not the stars. So we're just going to recycle your name so it's not a big deal, which is BS. Well, Come on. Know, I, I tell you what stinks about that. I was fortunate enough to work for Monster Jam and Field Entertainment, and I got to work in Major League Baseball stadiums and NFL stadiums, and you go out and, and perform in front of 40, 50, 60,000 people and all, and all that, and it's great. I get it, right? But at the end of the day, it don't matter who drives the truck. The truck is what sells the tickets. And the sad thing about it is, is as long as you can get on the trapeze and cut flips, they're always looking for new monkeys. And that's sad to say, but that's how that part of the, that's how that aspect of entertainment works, isn't it? I get that. But at the same time, if you look at the ratings on the American Gladiator, I get you, girl. People, it's just like, hey, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, and it's just like Friends, for instance. Friends, we watch Friends to watch Rachel, Monica, you know, Ross, we didn't watch the show. Friends, yes, Friends may have been the vehicle to get these players there. I get that. We all understand that. Yeah. 
but the players are the ones who made the ratings go through the roof because people attached to them and they related to them and they loved them. So when they started interchanging gladiators out, that's when they started losing their audience. And that was the first time the ratings went down is when we actually, some of us left the show. Some of the actually A player stars left. That's when ratings went down. And that's definitely a statistic that we saw and that happened. And that's why they asked us back the following year. Now it's kind of hard to recover from a bounce like that. So, I mean, and the reality of it is, here's the reality, is they never planned on the show taking off, ever. They never, they just said, let's, look, there's a strike right now. Uh, we don't have any content. Let's just throw it on the air and see what happens. You know, so when they didn't plan on this happening, and as the ratings got better and better, you would think that they'd put marketing and advertising into it. Nothing. There was no advertising or marketing put into the show whatsoever. They sucked it dry from the very beginning. You know, here, here's what stinks is we've had such a great time talking to you, and we're, we're closing in on the break. I'd love to have you back on at some point. But I have to ask you this before we go to the break. Do you still yeah. have any of your costumes or anything like that? Surely you have something. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wait a minute. Wait oh, a minute. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. – you willing to part with some of it? We need to add it to the museum here, to the studio. No, hold on, hold on. I hear trade going on. I ain't talking about trade. I got some money. No, but she's she's wanting something that's here. Okay. You're wanting something I that's do? there. I do? Yeah, the ice oh, figure. I, yeah. I, I already have so. two ice figures. I already have two ice figures. <laughs> You're going to have to get... Now we're talking dollars. Hey, are you, are you not so... Are you, seriously, like, are you not so happy that you saved that stuff? Oh, I'm so happy. Absolutely. Yeah, good for you. you. Know, and, and to be honest with you, here's the deal. I actually did sell, and this was like probably 25, 25, 28 years ago. I did sell one of my uniforms on, and, on eBay. So wish, God knows who has it out there. And you wish you had it back. And you, honestly, don't you wish you I had do. it back? Yeah. But you know the one uniform that I kept? My very, very first uniform I ever wore on that show. That I a baby. that one. You, uh, you yeah, didn't, you didn't so keep, that's kind of, I'm happy about that. You didn't keep the uniform that you wore when uh, Peggy uh, Odidas rolled up in there and beat everybody, did you? I actually do have that uniform as well. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, she kicked my ass. <laughs> hey, 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 look, I, I told Brian, I told Brian, there's only a handful of podcasts that I subscribe to. I'm talking about Club Shay Show with Shannon Sharp, Talk is Jericho, uh, Keeping It 100 with my man uh, Conan and Disco Inferno, and Chilling with Ice. And as soon as I saw the show come out on Netflix and I watched it, it just, you know, sparked my memories, and, and I appreciate everything that you guys and girls done for us, you know, back in the day, and uh, I love listening to your show. I was telling Brian before we brought you on, you had Tom Arnold on this week. You had, uh, yes. yeah, that was great. You had Maven on, one of the original Tough Enough guys from WWE. You've had Bob oh, Gullick. I, listen, I, dude, I've got, you're right, Bob Gullick, all the things. I've got a lineup that's coming out now because, okay, so for anybody who's never watched Chilling with Ice, my first season was all gladiators, behind the scenes, it was great. what we were doing, it was great. fun, on the bus, getting to know them again. And then the second season, I started venturing out because I'm doing Comic-Cons, meeting a lot of different, you know, famous can, people. Can I cut you off like real you quick? Said, the, go. the Crystal Hefner conversation was absolutely astonishing. I really enjoyed Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I was on her uh, podcast as well, which was awesome. So, you know, what's coming up, it's pretty cool. I got Jeff Leach. He's a comedian. Um, I believe I've got Adam Carolla coming on at one point in time. I'm starting to like venture. I've got, oh, I've got so many. I've got some WWF girls coming out. I'm yeah. so excited about. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a great year. 
Well, and again, Lori, that that podcast is called Chillin' with Ice. You can get it on any of your podcast platforms that, that you typically go into. So, Lori Fetrick, Ice, thank hey, you thank so you guys. much. And, and hey. do me a favor, hit my Patreon as well, you guys. That's that's where I kind of fund my podcast, and that's Patreon at Chillin' with Ice. Hey, before you go. So I appreciate it. Yeah, before you go, how can we follow you on social media? So, I, I'm, you know, a lot of listeners want to come see you, meet you in person, comic Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, I do have a website where all my um, location, everything I'm going to be, appearances, it's Lori Fetrick. That's F as in Frank, E-T-R-I-C-K dot com. That's my speaking events, all my Comic-Cons appearances. But my social, TikTok and Instagram is Lori.Ice.Fetrick. And my TikTok's blowing up right now. I've got like 275,000 followers on that. Uh, yeah, I'm loving it. And then my Instagram, I'm building that up. So that's getting up there. It's getting up there too. So yeah, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate the interview. I love it. Lori Fetrick, thank you again for spending some time with us in the Sate O'Clock Hour. We look forward to bringing you back on again at some time. Anytime. As we know that your star is going to be rising yet again in the podcasting world. Lori, thank you for spending some time with us. You got it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. All right, there it is. Ice, ice on the Rush ice, Hour Morning baby. Show. What about that, Cuz? How about that? The Wayback Machine. No I wonder, doubt. I wonder if I can get a trade. You think? I mean, she said she has two figures. I don't know if she has this one or not. Look, listen. It, I'm gonna be honest with you. It sounds like you guys are gonna have to have Look, some negotiations. Honestly, I paid over a C note for that. Legit. Okay. Legit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I really. Listen, I, I'm willing to spend $30,000 for a Ric Flair robe. <laughs> and I got it in the works, let's be honest. But now that she says she has some extra uniforms, why would I not want to buy one? Put that sucker here in the studio? Absolutely. Another pop museum icon. We come back. We'll continue on. The Rush Hour Morning Show will be back in just a bit. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. 
Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Long invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Friday morning as we continue on with this Friday jam session. Going to dive into women's college basketball for just a little bit. We're going to bring on the head basketball coach of the University of South Carolina Upstate, Jason Williams. Coach Williams, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, can you hear me? Coach, coach, uh, coach must have went back and started watching some of those American Gladiator <laughs> shows. He might have got distracted, Brian. Let's see if we can grab him here. Yes, Coach, you got us now? Let's try. Coach Jason Williams, can you hear us? I'm, I'm not hearing anything on this end. I got him here. I can hear him. Now, now we can't. We ain't gonna hear him now. Okay. <laughs> let's try. Let's try this again. Let's try to see if we can catch up with him again. Jason Williams, head coach of the University of South Carolina Upstate Spartans. This is a team that is in second place in the Big South Conference, just behind High Point. High Point has been the prohibitive favorite this entire season to win the Big South Conference. However, one of the things that has transpired this year. To benefit Jason Williams and the Upstate Spartans as they put together a phenomenal conference record and they are now in position to do some damage in the Big South Conference Tournament. So let's see if we can go ahead and pull up Jason Williams. Coach Jason Williams, can you hear us? Coach Williams, are you there? I'm having some trouble picking him up. All right, let me keep working on it. We're working on it. Hold tight, coach. We're working on it. We well, had, in any regard, had the uh, you know had the the cell phone disaster yesterday. Everybody lost their cell phone all over the planet. The rain messed up the the studio equipment this morning. Now let's see if we've got him now. Coach, you there? You can't hear him coming through. I I hear some noise. Uh, yeah, there he oh, is. Here, how about this? There, there we go. Is that better? Jason Williams, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. 
Good morning, fellas. How are y'all doing? Coach, I really know, I know what really happened here. You know, we just had ice on the original American Gladiator. You remember that show as a kid? I do. I do. I used to watch that all the time. So, you know what? So, just go ahead and tell the truth. You didn't want to listen to us. You went back and was watching YouTube. You was trying to get caught up, wasn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, old, the old memories. The old memories. Well, those are old memories. But now... The Upstate Spartans are making some new memories, and uh, that's why we've got you on, Jason Williams. If anybody knows the story of Jason Williams, they know about the hyper-local connectivity that you have to the Gaston County area. Multi-time Conference Carolinas Coach of the Year at Belmont Abbey College, getting an opportunity to ply your trade at the Division I level at the University of South Carolina Upstate. And coach, predictably enough, just as much as you were able to have tremendous success at Belmont Abbey, in a very short amount of time, you've been able to have some great success at USC Upstate. Coach, what's in the sauce? What is it about you and, and everything that you do when it comes to developing programs that just seems to have a record of success that follows soon after? You know, Ryan, um, I can't take a whole lot of credit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, all the glory to God in, the, in this little situation that all things worked out really, really well in, in both scenarios. Like, I took over a really good program at Belmont Abbey College. Coach Yao did a phenomenal job of, of giving me a foundation that was going to be sustainable and, and a, a format that, that I could take and run with and kind of go from there. And then, you know, here at Upstate, you know, we had a, a different situation in regards to, like, there were kind of, like, a couple – kids that were that were signed already to national letters letters of intent but then after that the cupboards were pretty bare and so we had to recruit an entire roster and 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 you know i got a great recruit i got a great staff i can't say that enough like like my staff does a really good job of evaluating talent and evaluating kids that that will fit our system and, and style of play and what we're looking for and and you know like if you go and recruit great character kids that want to come in here and work hard and and be able to be coached and developed, and then you have a chance to be competitive in basketball games. Well, you you mentioned that willing to come in and do the work, and and obviously, you've got some you've got some young ladies that have been willing to come in and, and get the work in. There's no question, and the results are really starting to show themselves in the Big South Conference. I mean, obviously, the Upstate Spartans were not chosen to be second in the conference when the preseason polls came out. But there you are in the two spot in the Big South Conference with a little more than a week left in the regular season. Coach, my question is this. What exactly has transpired with this club that has taken them from a position that the pollsters weren't really high on this team, but they find themselves in the two spot now a week away from going to high point and challenging for the Big South Conference championship? Good question. The I think our ability to be able to kind of shut out the outside noise has been really, really big for us to to be able to kind of stay tuned to, to you know, just our group and our core and our ability to be able to to the intangibles, body language, touches, communication. Like that's been kind of like our our big three we talk about consistently, whether we're hitting shots or whether we are uh, on the road or whether we're practicing over at uh, converse over the summertime like that's been our kind of our 
big three that we bring on a day-to-day basis. And, and that gives us opportunities to stay in basketball games. And, and our kids have been really been able to buy into that, that, that concept. And, and as they bought into the concept, they started to see some success and, um, and, you know, success builds more success and, 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 and it kind of snowball, uh, effects down the hill from there. And then it's, it's been kind of fun to watch our kids grow, grow in their confidence and their ability to be able to go and, and win some tight ball games down the stretch. Jason Williams here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, if anybody follows uh, your time at Belmont Abbey, follow, is following your time at USC Upstate, one of the things that becomes very apparent is that you have an ability, uh, you and your coaching staff, to develop talent. Um, because let's be honest, you're, you're in a situation where you don't – get to have a lot of conversations with basketball players that are saying, you know, coach, I'm down to two schools. I'm either going to come to upstate and play in Spartanburg, or I'm going to go with Dawn Staley and play down in Columbia. You don't have a lot of those conversations, but what you are able to do is take youngsters that come in and are willing to put in the work. And by the time they leave Spartanburg at the end of their time, by the time they've gotten through a season in Spartanburg, They've become a dramatically better basketball player. What is it that you guys are able to do to sort of find these diamonds in the rough, if you will, and really smooth them out and make them very polished basketball players? I owe a lot of I owe a lot of a lot of credit to Stephen Miss in regards to being able to learn from him in regards to like teaching and patience and you know the 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 adage of like if, it's not if you get better, it's win. Like, and so like our ability to be able to constantly water the pot, give it sunlight, and then be able to wait until the flower blooms at at the, at the proper moment, it has been kind of, you know, what we constantly believe in. And then the more that, that we can go and Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours and go and accumulate um, time in and repetition and, and consistency, you know, the, the kids will eventually get it and become really, really good. And, and, you know, we pour a lot of, lot of individual time into our kids consistently and, and not just on the court, but just in the office and, and, you know, hanging out and being able to get to know our, our, our student athletes. And, and that ability for us allows us to be able to maximize their talent, you know, and at the end of the day, like that's, that's what our job is, is to be able to make sure our kids not only, um, excel on the court, but excel off. And, and how do we then stretch and grow them in, in different ways? And, and that's, that to me is a lot of fun, you know, and, and to be able to see them just grow and mature as, as young ladies and into adults is, has been a, a blessing in a lot of different areas. Now doing this for close to 10 years as a head coach. For basketball players, it would really be about the same thing as quality time being spent in any sort of relationship. So coach, that's, that's what I'm, I want to ask you about. Because I, I think there is a genuine difference in a lot of ways to men's basketball and women's basketball that I think deserves some distinction and deserves to be fleshed out a little bit here on the show. Coach, you played college basketball. Certainly for a long, long time, you were an assistant in the men's game in college basketball, and you made the transo- transition over to the women's game. Guys, when they develop, guys, when they put the time in, it, it, it has a different ring to the guys when they're doing it. With the girls, they take it to a completely different level. If you could kind of touch on how much 
easy, how much easier it is to get buy-in from the young ladies that want to play because they feel like that anybody that's willing to pour into them, they're going to run through a brick wall for you then. Kind of, if you can, kind of help us understand what that's like on the women's side. The, the transition was interesting because, you know, I, I have my, my background in counseling and development, so that kind of helped me transition into just coaching in general and, and then, then to be able to sit and watch Jonas Hayes kind of work on just player development and sit back and just watch how he constantly was, you know, 20 minute workouts, 30 minute workouts on a regular basis, day in and day out. And, and for me, I kind of took that blueprint and put that into place as a head coach of like, Hey, like this opportunity, you know, to be able to spend quality time, you know, does a, a major, major difference over a four years time span. And, and, and going from men to women, you know, like, I'm not six six. I don't have a college name to me. I didn't play. I played Division three basketball, and and that was a ex- great experience. And I wouldn't change that for the world. But, you know, like, uh, in order to be able to get in the door with the men, it's a different like selling point. And with young ladies, it's it's not necessarily in that fact. You know what I mean? They they want to know that that you know at the end of the day you that you care about them as, as people. And at the end of the day, you're willing to be able to spend that quality time with them in general. And like, that's the door opener. And so like just the door opener is different from the men's game to the women's game, in my opinion. And, and once you're able to then be able to navigate that, then you have the opportunity to then be able to cultivate the other things in general. And so on the women's side, I, I really, really enjoyed like the relationship building and the opportunity to be able to kind of build them as people um, as well as basketball players in, in general. And, and, you know, like in coaching in general, that's what it's all about, both men and women's side. It's just about how you then get in the door a little bit differently is uh, the, the only difference. It's truly fascinating, the dynamic, because you touched on it, and it's been my experience that no matter where I've been in my travels, it's very much the same way. The guys want to know where you've been and who you know. And the, and the women, a lot of the times – you know, it's good that they know that, but they want to know that you give a rip about them. If you give a, give a rip about them and you're really trying to pour into them definitively, they're going to buy in immediately. And I would imagine that that plays a role in the recruitment side of things also. Of course, up in these parts, we've got a lot of good talent, whether it's specific to Charlotte or even moving farther west, specifically into Gaston County. There's a lot of kids that can play at the Division I level up in our area. So along the way, what we've been trying to do is get various perspectives on how these prospective high school basketball players that want to play in college can best be spotted out. So, Coach, I'm going to give you an opportunity. We're not going to talk about individuals. That's not the point of this question. But, Coach, if, if someone who's hearing this knows of someone or is that someone that's playing high school basketball and wants an opportunity to be seen by USC Upstate or engage themselves in the recruiting process, what would be a great first step for those student athletes to reach out to not just South Carolina Upstate, but any college and get that conversation started? Man, um, In the beginning, it, it was like, do you have the right connections? You know, like, as the old school as we are, B-Rush, like, it, it was like, you have to know somebody to know somebody to get in the door. Now, nowadays, like, 
with social media and the ability to be able to kind of put yourself on a platform, you know, you have to kind of be your own kind of advocate, you know, and, and there's many different ways to be able to be your own advocate uh, in, in sports in general. And, you know, if you're talented enough, like the, the coaches will find you, you know, and, and that's the first thing first, like if you are talented enough and have the right skill and have the right kind of dog mentality, like you will be sought out because at the end of the day, like coaches are constantly seeing kids on a million different levels and, and the ability to be able to put yourself on a social media platform on a Twitter or Instagram or something along those lines and kind of give your own self some self promotion is a really, really easy way to be able to kind of get like that first initial, like crack in the door. And then after that one, I, I do believe like having the ability to be able to take the first step of, um, initiating the, the conversation, email, phone call, something along those lines, like it, to take some initiative in, in that, in your own recruiting process of like, uh, of being able to, Hey, upstate's the place I want to be able to go to. Can I send an email? Can I send a phone conversation, et cetera, and kind of going from there. And then I think the third thing, Brian is, is the ability to be able to like self-evaluate, like go see different levels, go see the division two, division three, division one levels and and like self-evaluate how skilled, talented you are. And can you play at that level? You know, because all three levels are really, really good. I played at D3, coached at D2, and now here at the Division One level, there's a lot of talent in all three levels and a lot of really, really good coaches at all three levels. And as you do your homework, you'll be able to self-evaluate on which best fits you and then be able to then take those steps necessary. Well, certainly the game as it's played for players, coaches can do the very same thing because – you're one of a line of coaches, not just in the Big South Conference, but in the, across the, the national landscape in college basketball that made that transition from Division II coaching to Division I coaching. So, Coach, I want to ask you one final question before we get you out of here because Winthrop is coming to your place tomorrow in the Hodge Center to take on the Upstate Spartans. And then you have one final week of college basketball before you get into the tournament at the Quibane Center in High Point, North Carolina. So the question is somewhat straightforward, Coach. For the Upstate Spartans to have an opportunity to play in the Big South Conference Championship with the possibility of cutting down the nets and going to the NCAA tournament, what do the Spartans have to do? That's it. We, we actually had a an hour conversation yesterday uh, about that one. And um, there were three different things that, that we kind of gave our team in general to kind of like, don't get distracted. Like what, what, what happens consistently is like, there's a lot of distractions that go along with conference tournament and I hate to say it, radio shows and media <laughs> tension and all, all, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you got me. Okay. Yeah. 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 A lot of distractions that, that go on. Right. And, and can you, can you navigate the distractions really, really well? And then the second portion is like, what's the posture of your heart? You know what I mean? And, and like, are you doing the intangible things with a really good intention? Like if you have a good heart posture of I'm going to go out here and nav and step up and take charges and rebound the basketball and be able to, to, to do the, um, the intangible things really, really well, then we have a chance to be really good. And the third thing is for us, like you, we don't have to change or be do anything different. Like we, we are built for a championship opportunity and we have proven it over a duration and just be you. And so if we can do those three things, I think we have an opportunity to be successful. 
Well, Coach Jason Williams, I want to thank you for spending a little time with us on this radio show. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to distract you a little bit later on as you start to maybe engage <laughs> on what your regional spot is coming up soon after possibly taking that Big South Conference championship. We're going to call you every day next week, Coach. Live. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the cell phone works this time. Well, there you go. We will certainly be working on that. Coach Jason Williams, thank you for spending some time with us on this Friday. We wish you best of luck the rest of the way. And I'm hoping I'll be able to catch up with you in High Point here in a couple weeks. I look forward to it, B. Take care, brother. We'll see you soon. We come back on the other side of the break. We'll put a close to this Friday morning rush hour show here on WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM in Gastonia, Charlotte. We'll be right back. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864 2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at RushHourWGNC at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us RushHourWGNC at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit. 
because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, final segment of the week. Glenn Beck will be on at 9 o'clock. We'll be back on Monday morning. And this is what we've got already for Monday morning as we get closer and closer to the end of the regular season for middle school basketball. And we'll start the playoffs for middle school basketball almost simultaneously with the state playoffs for high school basketballs. The state playoffs for high school basketball will happen early next week. And then, of course, next Thursday, you'll have the first round, the semifinals, if you will, of the county playoffs for middle school basketball. And we'll be covering all of that throughout here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So while I've got an opportunity, because I did not get a chance to do this early this morning, I do want to go ahead and knock out some of the scores from yesterday's basketball action that'll help kind of set the scene for what's going on. Yesterday, of course, Belmont and Stanley faced off against one another. Stanley won the game against Belmont on the boys' side, 36-35. to This was a defensive-minded ball game. If you got a chance to listen to the conversation with Brandon Messick, this is exactly the way Stanley would have wanted this game to go. This pretty much fit their mold ideally in yesterday's ballgame. And then, of course, the Belmont girls continued their great play as they won 42-8. to They're now 8-1 and on the season with a game against Mount Holly coming up. Southwest yesterday swept Bessemer City. The boys... 45-17 winner for the Roadrunners. On the girls' side, they got the better of Bessemer City. 47-26 was that final there as they now have the leg up on Bessemer City. Looks like Southwest is going to be the three seed on the girls' side as all four teams on the girls' side have been established as far as playoffs are concerned. And we'll get to those in just a moment. Chavis beat Mount Holly. 41 to 25 on the boys' side. Mount Holly's girls won 44 to 11. Holbrook yesterday swept a doubleheader against Kramer. The boys 52 to 34. The girls 32 to 7. And then of course Greer against WC Friday yesterday. On the boys' side, Greer won 30. I mean 56 to 26. Then the girls won 42 to 15. So there are the scores from Thursday. There'll be five more games to be played on Monday. That'll close out the regular season. The girls' standings are set. It's just a matter of where the playoff positioning is going to exist. On the boys' side, not quite so fortunate yet. just yet. Monday, if Yorkchester beats Southwest, Yorkchester will go into the playoffs. They'll go as the three seed, and they'll take on Belmont. However, if Southwest wins then you're going to have a cluster of teams at 6-4, and four, and it looks like we're destined, if that happens, 
for drawing numbers or drawing straws or something, it looks like somebody might be missing out, which is rather unfortunate. I tell you what's unfortunate. The show, the show is over. I feel like I just sat down. You know what I'm saying? Don't you? We, but this has been a loaded show. We have put a lot of content tell together me about for it. this morning. You see what Coach G left behind? <laughs> yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm just messing with you. Oh, man. Uh, we have too much fun on here. Speaking of fun, apparently a lot of people are having fun listening to the podcast, Brian. Which is great. By the way, this is not a podcast. I mean, this is a radio show. It is a radio yeah, show. That, that we put we put out later in the day or the week or the month, whenever, let's be honest, when I feel like getting around to it. Sure. Uh, and then it turns into a podcast, right? Right. We talk, We broke the pot. This, this is our highest uh, podcast downloaded month ever, right? Right. And it only took 22 days to make it happen. Right. All right. We just went over... 20, or, or we've had over 25,000 podcast downloads, right? Correct. Um, broke our monthly record this month, and today's what, the 23rd? Correct. The 23rd. Right now, as of right now, live, just check the stats live, 4,426 downloads this month. We're going to hit 5,000, five, Brian. There really is. Yeah. There, there's <laughs> a very real possibility. Oh, it's happening. That we're going to get to 5,000 podcast downloads in the shortest month of the year. Yeah. That is phenomenal news, and, and we thank you for making that happen. We're over, listen, uh, full disclosure, you getting ready to hit the music so we can get out of here? Um, in, in just a, a couple minutes, yeah. I'm over here trying to order tires, <coughs> respond to, listen, seriously, uh, uploading podcast, editing podcast. Co-engineer the show, because let's be honest, it was a disaster. It was not ideal in the early part of the show this morning. Technology wasn't hitting on a lot today, right? Now I'm trying to order tires for one of my kids. (laughs) i got to find something else to do. I need a real job. Well, here's, here's what we're working on for Monday. For Monday, I'm hoping that we're just a few hours away from having the entire show locked up for Monday. 7.40 on Monday, we are targeting the winner of tonight's Big South Conference Championship game, either Andrew Fan or Troy Phillips. Whoever wins that game, we want to have them on at 7.40 on Monday morning. This is what is locked in. Chris Duhon. We missed him yesterday because the phone apocalypse happened. Yeah. Okay? He's going to be on at 8 o'clock to talk about Gaston Christian School's trip to Raleigh to face off against Forsyth Country Day. That game happens tomorrow for the North Carolina Independent School Athletic Association 3A state title as it'll be the Eagles taking on Forsyth Country Day. We're going to have him on at 8. At 8.20, Belmont Middle School boys coach Pet Sumner will be on at 8.20 on Monday. So Already packed, cuz. Already the show is locked and loaded for Monday. And then if we have some kind of breaking news this weekend, I guess I'm going to have to give up my segment. 7.20. We'll slide somebody in there, won't we, baby? We'll, we'll have, you know, yeah, we'll my have some not room that, for, for breaking news. Yeah, my ego is not that big. I can control it from time to time. As we get into Tuesday, we'll have more conversations with coaches that are headed to the playoffs because it's that time of the year. And I promise, eventually, we're going to start weaving in some high school baseball as well because... We're not too far away from that season's getting started. In fact, it gets started next Thursday. What are you doing for lunch? You going to be around? 
Not quite sure. Let's go to Pops Country Skillet. You want to try it out today? May not be able to do it today, but at some point, it's happening. Might as well. It's happening. Coach said that place is a spot in Stanley. I can find a spot in Stanley. That's not the worst thing in the world. Good old fried uh, fried chicken, country-style steak, cornbread, green beans, mashed potatoes, sweet tea. Yes. That's right. And yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that part. Yes. All of that sounds great. What a week. Maybe you're going this weekend to Pop's Country Skillet. Whatever you're doing this weekend, have a phenomenal weekend. We'll see you on Monday at 7 o'clock on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Thank you for bringing us in to your cars and your living rooms. We hope that you have a fantastic weekend. God bless. We'll see you next time. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.